actually great to have Lapani's parents here, all the way from Northern Territory, or yeah, let's give them a hand. They came all the way to watch Lapani sing. No, no, I, th I think they came for Hillsong Conference, which is a very uh, good reason to be here. And in fact, um, I was thinking we're coming into a significant time, I think, in our nation and around the world. It's Hillsong Conference this week, and then I know it's Shout Conference in New Zealand, which Josh and I are going to. And I just think it's really powerful when people, God's people all around the world, come together in one place to just to gather around the name of God and I actually think it releases a blessing on our nation and the nations and so if you're going may you have a great uh, week if you're going to either of those things and also just for us to be aware I don't know I think it's going to be an exciting couple of weeks um, in the heavens as well uh, I just wanted to say too something about uh, Beck came off night shift last night straight to playing on keys and she's going back to night shift tonight let's give her a hand <laughs> We have an awesome team here, hey, committed people, and may God give you good sleep this afternoon back, <laughs> and a blessed night shift. Um, all right, let's give my beautiful husband, Josh, a hand as he comes. I'm not giving you the microphone yet. I was just thinking, I wonder if he's just about the hairiest man face hair-wise in the building. I don't know, I think Jace gives him a good run. I think that's about it. I was talking with Josh the other day about how if he just keeps growing his hair longer, he could have a man bun. And Josh is pretty keen, aren't you? <laughs> anyway, Josh is like, give me the microphone. Uh, no, I know Josh has got a great word and I'm excited. Thanks, Sarah. She's funny, hey. <laughs> She's not at all. Cool. Well, welcome. Morning, church. Hope you're all well. Um, yeah, cool. I'm just a, a little bit flat this morning. Who watched the AFL last night? Anyone? Um, Geelong versus GWS, I like that verse in Revelation 3.16 where it says, if you're never hot or cold but you're lukewarm, I'll spit you out of the mouth. It's kind of like what a draw feels like in AFL football. Like, I'm, I couldn't get excited because we won or I couldn't go into a depressed state because, like, I'm just like, oh, this is just <sighs> so flat. Like, I don't know how the footballers handle it. But anyway, like, it was, yeah, it was rough. Hey, try to become what? Why would I want to become a Satan, huh? What? Um, um, anyway, um, we got two points for that, so that was, means nothing. Cool, yeah, Sarah was saying before, it was, um, yesterday it was, it was Taj's birthday party day, he had a few mates and we took him to Funland. And he, he came into our bed pretty early that morning, all excited, and, and then he looks at me and goes, Dad, aren't you going to go get ready? And I'm like, ready for what? And that, they're like, it's still like, sun wasn't even up. And he's like, to hide my presence. Every year we hide their presence and draw them a little map. And he goes, to hide my presence. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not your birthday. And he goes, yeah, it is. And I'm like, no. So I spent the whole, like, few hours leading up to, we he had soccer that morning, of explaining to him that today's your birthday party day, Thursday's your birthday, and I'm getting the calendar out and showing him, like, this is today, this is when your birthday is, and he just could not get it, and he's like, so I'm not five today? And we're like, no, and he goes, well, how old am I? Like, he just, <laughs> he goes, I don't want to party if I'm not five today. And <laughs> it took us a good few hours, and we got it through to him, and now he understands, and he's excited, he thinks he's getting two parties now, he goes, so I'll get another party Thursday. No. Anyway, we'll shatter his dreams on Thursday. Um, yeah. So today I want to talk about um, 
And what I'm talking about is not what I want to, what I am talking about is praise and, and the importance of praise and, and um, how much it, it should relate to our, our walk with Jesus. And, um, you know, it's, it's just such an important topic is praise and it's such an important um, thing that we need to apply to our lives. And, and the question I want you guys to ask yourselves through this is praise on your lips. Is, is praise on my lips? Is praise on your lips? And um, a few weeks ago, Patrick was um, speaking and um, the band, I think Ruth was leading, and she sang that song, Elohim, which for those who don't know what Elohim means, because I was like, what does that word mean? Elohim basically means in the Hebrew, God. So Elohim, God. So they're singing about God. That's good in church. But like the exact meaning of Elohim is not known, though it seems to contain the idea of strength and power. So anyway, we're singing this song Elohim and it's just declaring the goodness of God and who he is and he's the creator and, and just just all that. And this, like, this voice, thought this dropped into my head and it's kind of like, Josh, are you actually praising God like this all the time or are you just doing it when you come and sing songs at church or are you doing it when you kind of just need to praise? Like, is, is this an everyday thing I'm applying to my life or is this, um, or is it just a, you know, when I feel like a response or when other people are doing it around me, am I praising? And, and so it got me on this journey over the last few weeks of like, is praise on my lips? Is praise something that I put um, as a, like a fundamental part of my walk with, with God? I know like we, we talk about the Bible and praying and all that is fundamental walks of our life. Praise is up there as well. Just one of those fundamental things that if, you, if you're walking with God, you need to know what it is to praise and praise regularly. Um, so, so, and why, why, is it, why is praise so important? Like basically, just to put it real simply, it helps build faith. Praise helps build faith in our life. So, yeah, it's, it's important, but hopefully I'll unpack that as I go. Um, you know, praise is obviously important to God. It's mentioned in the Bible over 250 times, depending on what version you read. And it's, um, if you include praised and praising and all that, it's over 300 times it's mentioned in the Bible. So obviously God's trying to get some sort of point across that praise is important, that it's an important issue in our lives. And, um, and I, f- I feel like God's trying to illustrate that praise is a powerful weapon in our arsenal that we need to learn how to carry. Um, you know, for me, when I used to come to church when I was younger and that, I used to think praise was this, when I praised God, I was this kind of, um, it was important for God for us to praise that it was making him a better God. Like when I praised him, he was like getting lifted up higher and he's becoming a better God. But what I've realized on my journey is that um, for us, praise is so important for us because when we praise, it builds our faith in and it puts us in puts in perspective of who God is in our life. When we praise God, it actually puts who God is in perspective in our lives. Um, but pray, um, already, praise allows him to come into our circumstance. Psalm 22 verse 3 says, what's that? Three yet. Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises when we praise God, it, it puts Him on a throne in our lives that allows Him to have into our circumstances, allows Him into our circle of life, and that. So um, praise is so important because it allows God, a doorway for God to come into our lives and do His thing. You know, I read this the other day, and I'm not going to elaborate on this. I just liked it. To praise God is to call attention to His glory. Um, so, what does praise do for us, and how does it help us? 
Praise shows that we are connected to God. I'm going to run through a heap of scripture here. So praise shows that we are connected to God. Hebrews 13 verse 15 says, Therefore let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. When we praise God, it connects us with God. It, it shows that we're aligned with him. It shows that what we're about. You know, and it goes on to say in verse 16 of that verse, um, and don't forget to do good and to share with those in needs. These are the sacrifices that please God. You know, praise pleases God. Not only does it connect us to Him, it pleases God. Who wants to be able to please God in their life? You know, I think it's pretty important. He's the, you know, He's the schmiter. So if you can please Him, He might not smite you. Um, so that's important. Um, you know, it brings down Satan's plans. The enemy will try to bring you down and whisper lies and tell you you're not good enough, tell you you're useless, you're not doing a good enough job, you're not going to amount to anything. That's what the enemy's saying and wants to say to you. But when you praise, that shuts out that voice. When you sing songs of praise, speak words of praise over your life, you watch your attitude, your mindset will change. Psalm 8 verse 2 says, Through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and the avenger. I love that verse. It silences the devil's voice. When you praise, it silences his voice. And, you know, I had this, for me, I had this image of, you know, like you put a silencer on your gun kind of thing. And you know in a movie when the, they get the silencer out and screw it to their gun, you know, like, well, this is a serious part. And they want to come in and they want to do it stealth. And they want to, um, yeah, it's, um, what was I reading there? It's a secret weapon, you know, it's, yeah, it, it brings that element of surprise when you, when you bring praise, you know, enemies saying this stuff, you're useless, you're wor worthless, you're not going to amount to anything, and then when you start praising, he's like, hey, this is not part of my plan, and you bring out that element of surprise. 2 Chronicles 20 verse 22 says, I'm going to read this in two different versions, um, says, as they begin to sing and praise, the Lord sets ambushes against the men of Ammon. And Moab and Mount Seir, who were invading Judah, and they were defeated. Do you have that other version, Pat? Were you able to get it? The yes. As soon as they began sing the Lord, singing. As soon as they began singing, the Lord confused the enemy camp. When when you praise, it brings confusion to the enemy, and those lies and those whispers cease. You know. So that, that's such an important thing because who, like I know for me in my day-to-day -day life, there's always lies are coming in and telling me that, no, nah, what you're doing is useless, you're doing the wrong thing, you're on the wrong path and that. But when we learn the praise, we can actually truly hear what God is saying about us. Um, we praise in spite of Psalm 9.1. I'll give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell you of your wonderful deeds. 2 Corinthians 11, 31 to 33 says, For God and Father, the Lord Jesus, who is to be praised forever, knows that I am not lying. Damascus, the governor, is it Damascus? The governor under King Aretas has had the city of Damascenes guarding in order to arrest me. But I was lowered in a basket from a window in the wall and slipped through his hands. Um, so that verse is, is Paul talking about um, he's referring back to in Acts 9 where um, Paul just got converted from Saul to Paul and that you can read it in Acts 9. And, um, 
And then he started preaching that the, instead of trying to um, enslave, re- arrest the Christians, he, he started preaching and saying Jesus is the real deal. And, and he's preaching Jesus. And that city, city where he was in, um, which he could have read up on the board, I can't remember what it's called, um, the, they wanted to arrest Paul and, you know, arrest him and kill him because I, I know just in the Bible the solution back then is if you're like, oh, I don't know how to handle this bloke, let's just kill him. Simple. Sorts a lot of issues. And that. So that's what they're doing. We're just going to arrest him and kill him. And then Paul, through some people, um, got lowered out of a basket out of the city wall and was able to escape and all that. But all throughout that, Paul knew what it was to praise. In spite of his situation, in spite of what he was going through, like, you know, like if you're um, going to be killed and no people are trying to kill you kind of thing. Like, I don't know if it's your first option is to praise God about that. You'd be like, uh, like, you just want to be freaking out and running. But Paul's first inclination was to praise. His first, like, I'm going to praise God because he knew who he was in his life. So praise, we need to learn what it is to praise in spite of our circumstance, good or bad. God deserves our praise. You know, Luke 19 verse 40 says, he answered, I tell you, if these were silenced, talking about the disciples, even the rocks will cry out. Isaiah 55 verse 12 says, For you shall go out in joy and be led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before you shall break forth into singing, and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands. Even creation knows what it is and knows the importance of what it is to praise God. You know, it says, even the rocks will cry out. They're rocks, like, and they know the importance of praise. How much more should we be aware of the importance of praise in our lives? Um, if rocks want to cry out, like, they're rocks for crying out loud, and they know what it is. So how much more should we know? Praise invites his presence. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with internal pleasures at your right hand. You know, when we praise God, it invites God into our lives. It allows his presence to come and it changes our circumstance. You know, praise brings joy and it, and it shows it to others. I remember, and I clearly remember this um, a few years ago when I just kind of stepped into this role. I was also working. I was working at um, Larry and Leanne's house at the time. And every morning, because their job, um, start, we start at 7 and their job starts at 10, so not only did we have to wait till 10 o'clock to be able to go to the toilet um, because they were there, um, they, we, we could just hear that laugh and Larry's belly laugh coming from the house every morning. Like it wasn't like a once-off thing. Every morning we heard this joy and this, this, just, this is laughter and, this is, and the blokes I work with were like, what, like, what is that? Like it's, it's, not, it's not normal. Because they just don't hear it. But it was such a good example. And you watch these guys soften because, and it made my um, role at work so much easier because I was just able to talk and explain. And um, yeah, it was just uh, praise brings joy. And, um, and it, it shows, uh, shows it off to others, you know. It showed that Larry and Leanne were like, and they, have th- they had their things going on and, and everything like that. But they still knew what it was to praise and they still knew what it was to laugh. And it showed it off to the people around them and that. So, um, yeah, it's so important to praise for the sake of others. You know, praise is good for us. Um, you know, Sarah talked about a fortnight ago about the power of the spoken word and how we need to learn what it is to speak positively over our lives and, and change the way we think of ourselves and all that. 
you know, praise praise does that. Praise helps us take our eyes off ourselves and onto God. It helps us take our, um, you know, when we when we take our eyes and praise God and see he, Him for who He is, we then actually start to see our circumstances for what they are and not what we think they were. Kind of thing. So praise is, praise is good for us. It's helpful for us. Um, Dr. Caroline Leaf, I think Sarah, Sarah shared this when she spoke, but talks about how... Um, if you had a neg- if you knew what negativity did for your body, you would never have a negative thought. You know, like what it does to you. That ho- that verse that says, "Don't let the sun go down on your anger," because God knows what it is, what it does to your body when you're angry and, and all that sort of stuff. So, um, and there was Sarah, Sarah told me that she goes, "If you knew what um, um negativity did to your body, you wouldn't have a negative thought." And I don't know what she was trying to say, but um, anyway, I thought I'm going to take that to work and tell the bloke I'm working with that. Because at the time I was working with this bloke who, um, and he had right, he always would whinge about his back, having a sore back. You know, always like, and he had good reason to. When he was younger, he broke his back and it was still not right and, and all that. Like he had reason to have, like his back was sore and all that. But he constantly, and I was kind of like, I love the bloke, we get on really well. But I'm like, I'm starting to get really annoyed of how much he's whinging at his back. And then Sarah told me that and I'm like, right, that's not for me, that's for him. So I'm going to take that and talk to him about it. And I said to him, you know what, mate? Like, um, if you had, if you knew the, what did I say? If you knew, I just said it before. I just lost my mind. Yeah, if you knew what negative thoughts did to you, you wouldn't have a negative thought. And the way you're negative about your back is that you need to start speaking positive over, over your back. So I started going to him, mate, your back is strong. It's got you this far. And, and starts saying, your back is beautiful. I don't know if a back can be beautiful, but I was saying, his back is beautiful. It's strong. It can carry you. It's gotten you this far through life and all that. And he's like, yeah, I know, I know. And he went home and he told his wife, who's just totally against um, Jesus or anything like that. And she's like, yeah, Josh is right. And then from that journey, they've, he, start, he started coming like, Josh, my back is feeling better. And and it started to change and it gave Sarah an, op- an, an opportunity to pray for his back and, and all of this. And God's doing, um, they're now coming to the Alpha group. And um, yeah, God's just doing an amazing thing. But it showed that the, when he started to speak positively over his back and started to say, my back's strong, it can get me through this day, I can do it. And that it started to change his thought process and, and work got a little bit better because I didn't have to hear him whinging. So that was a win-win situation. Um, yeah. Um, so, you know, the reason I'm sharing all this with you guys is to highlight that praise is so very important. It shows where we stand. It silences the, silences the enemy. It pulls us out of our moods, and it's good for us. So praise is important. You know, I don't know if you're, you're new to the whole church thing or you've been going, coming for a while, um, but have you ever wondered why we sing, like we do it in the order we do? Church is kind of like we do two praise songs, announcements, two worship, the word done and if you go to most churches this is kind of like the format that most churches will do like and and we don't really mix it up too much and the reason why that is is because um when you praise first there's um one it brings breakthrough so when you praise when you praise before you go into your circumstance when you praise before you know first before anything it actually brings breakthrough in your life um, two, the Bible tells us to praise first. Psalm 100 verse 4 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving 
and his call to praise, gives thanks to him and praise his name. So as we enter into things, as we enter into a start of a church service, but as we enter into our work, as we enter into our school life, as we enter into things, it's so important and it's, and it's biblical that we give thanksgiving to God and we praise him for who he is. And that's so important. Jesus tells us to. So this is another important. Um, in Luke 1, it um, the disciples asked Jesus, like, Lord, watch, um, how should we pray? And then his answer in Luke 2 is, he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come. You know, he's, he's saying, when you first start to pray, give praise to him. So hallowed is his name. You know, so often when I pray, I've learned to pray, like declare who God is. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the Almighty. He's the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. It's so important for us to learn what it is to praise first. Um, someone once told me, and, and I've, I've been praying it ever since, that, um, you know, we thank God for what he's done in our lives. We thank God for what he's doing. But the most important thing is we thank him for what he's going to do in the future. And that it's it's praising before the actual circumstance happens, and you, you can change, and that's why praise helps build our faith. You know, I can go on and list why we need the praise first, but I think and I hope you get the point. You know, so for me, sorry, praising is not like my natural way of doing things. Like the praise first, it just doesn't come natural to me. You know. I can at times get a little bit grumpy or negative or woe is me in in all areas. Um, and in honesty, to speak positive in praise when I'm when I'm down or, you know, it's not my first go-to. Like, I'm feeling down, that circumstances came up. Praise God. Like, that's not my first natural, like, yeah. Is anyone else like that or are you all just super positive people? I don't know. But for me, that's, yeah, it's, it's hard. But, but what I've learned and what I'm very much learning is that when I praise first, when I go into situations with an attitude of praise, it makes such a difference in my life. You know, not, not always is it going to change the situation or make it, like, any lighter. But boy, does it help me get through the situation because I've got a positive attitude, you know, um, well, but sometimes, actually, when I go in praising, it actually turns the whole situation around. It changes um, this this negative vibe. And when I praise and give glory to God and credit to God, I remember once. Um, it's not in my notes. I um, I was working at this job when I was an apprentice, and this bloke like was just. I've never like I come with some rough characters on the job site. Like it comes with the trade, and all that. And I never had a problem with any of them. Like it's it is what it is. They are who they are. Whatever. Um, but this is one bloke, he came up to me and I had this thing, I just went to a camp and he goes, what's that about? And he said, oh, it's just some, a youth camp I went to. And he's like, oh, you're one of them. And I was like, yep, I'm one of them. And, um, you know, and on, he was just like this bloke, he had a tattoo, big tattoo here of the face of Jesus and it said um, the devil in disguise and, and all that. He was just this really like nasty and always just gave me heaps. I'm like, this is really bothering me. And I remember praying to God and I pra- like, I, I praised God and then I said, God, show him that um, you look after me and that you're real. And the next thing I know, we're at work, we're working in Nara. There was flies everywhere. Like, it's just Nara. There's flies there. And it was hot. So there was, there was more flies than normal. And, um, and I'm working through this big job site. He's just, oh, flies and, and that. And I'm walking through and there's just not a fly on me. I'm just like, part in the, part in the red sea of these flies. There's not one fly on me. 
And he looks at me and goes, why is there no flies in you? Did you pray to your God about it? I said, yeah, I did. Not about the flies. But, um, and as he said it, did you pray to your God? Two flies, not one, two flew straight down his throat and he started gagging that. And I said, ha-ha, like that. I laughed. And then, and then um, he, he lasted another couple of days and moved on and, and all that sort of stuff. But when you praise first, God will change the situation and make men swallow flies. Um, but, you know... For me to praise first, it's a constant learning curve, but what I'm learning to do is apply it to my life and I watch situations change, I watch my attitude change, I watch how I perceive things change. And when that starts to happen, I can actually start to see through God's eyes for situations because it's taken my eyes off myself and onto Him. You know, I'm going to end with this psalm. It's my favourite psalm, Psalm 150. One, because it's short, and two, because it's awesome. So, Thanks, Pat. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and the... What is that? Liar. Like, yeah, but it sounds like you're calling it praise him with a liar. Um, praise him with the timbrel and, praise and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of the cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I love that sermon because it's, to me it just illustrates praise the Lord with everything that you've got. No matter what you can pick up, no matter what you can find, praise God despite the circumstance, despite what you're going through, despite if you're on a high or on a low, praise God with everything. And, you know, I want to be known as someone who is positive, who, is, who with everything praises first, not just when I need it. Beth, does Jordan praise God regularly? Because he's the most, like, sometimes I'm just like, why are you smiling? And that constant, and that. And, and that's what I already know. Um, if Jordan's been out of the church, he's down in the room for a couple of years now, but he's the most happy, positive person. He makes Jed look negative. Like, he's that, he's that positive, and Jed's super positive. So, um, and that, but there's... there's there's something of the power of praise and positive thought on Jordan's life that I'm like, I want to be known like that because it's just, yeah, Jordan draws people to him because of his, of that smile he has and that joy he has on his life. So cool. Yeah, Sarah's going to come up. She's going to finish me off because she'll do it better um, than me. But I just want to encourage you, praise God of everything that you have and make sure praise is on your tongues, Sarah. <laughs>